Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Nimmo and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, has the Oscars finally cracked its diversity problem? The 2022 Oscar nominations have finally been revealed with the power of the dog leading the way with 12 nods. So, Fandango managing editor Eric Davis is here. The nominees for the Oscars have been announced and this year's ceremony is already shaping up to be a night of firsts that breaks records. Iconic filmmaker Steven Spielberg has already broken his own record, getting his 11th Best Picture nomination for West Side Story. Sir Kenneth Branagh set a new record for the most nominations in the most categories during a career. Beyonce and Kristen Stewart have made their Oscar debuts. But there is one thing that's still playing on many people's minds. Yeah, exactly. It's trending again, this Oscar So White hashtag. And there were definitely movies and actors that could have gotten nominated out of the 20 acting nominations. For decades, the crisis of diversity at the Oscars had gone unchallenged by the overwhelmingly white, male and American Hollywood establishment. On the 15th of January 2015, all 20 nominations in acting categories went to white actors. The following year, they were all white, again. And the Academy went into crisis mode. Megastars like George Clooney and Mark Ruffalo strongly condemned it for its lack of diversity. Then there was a boycott. When I saw the nominations that came out, and for the second consecutive year, are the 20 nominations that you, and actors have, zero people of color. And I, and Ty and my wife, we said, uh, you know, we're not go- we can't go. A slew of actors, directors, writers, producers who were predominantly black decided to sit this one out. The Academy has the right to acknowledge whomever they choose, to invite whomever they choose. And now I think that it's our responsibility now to make the change. Maybe it is time that we pull back our resources and we put them back into our communities, into our... In the years since the Oscars So White hashtag caught light on social media, things have changed. In 2021, the Oscars had its most diverse year. Nine out of the 20 acting nominations went to people of colour. So has the Academy managed to build on that this year? Back in 2016, Will Smith was snubbed. He was thought to be a shoo-in for his role in the American football film Concussion. But he lost to an entirely white list of actors. So he decided to join his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, in the boycott. In that year, Idris Elba and Michael B. Jordan were also snubbed. And Straight Outta Compton, the film about the gangster rap group NWA, was only nominated for Best Original Screenplay, a screenplay written by white writers. But six years later, Will Smith is a two-time nominee and could win Best Actor. And he's not alone. Three men of colour, two of them black, have been nominated for Best Actor. 
two black women are also up for Best Supporting Actress. Jane Campion has been nominated for Best Director. She's the only woman to be nominated twice in her career in that category. For context, in the ceremony's 93-year history, just seven women have been nominated for Best Director. So clearly, something has shifted. But is it enough? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since it started in 1927, the Oscars has gone through a number of transformations. But it's usually when a wider cultural or social shift is happening. And this last decade has been defined by exactly that kind of change. Protests against Wall Street continue to grow across the country today. Here in New York, thousands of demonstrators descended on the financial district as big labor unions joined in and many people down there... ...and fast food chains are bracing for strikes in 50 cities today. Workers say they can't afford to live on what they're getting paid. They're asking for more money. And the right of violence and protest in Minneapolis. At this hour, fires are still burning on the south side of Minneapolis after protesters took to the streets to demand justice for George Floyd, the unarmed, handcuffed black man. So to avoid the worst thing that could happen in Hollywood, falling out of favour and being thrown on the scrap heap, the Academy has been forced to respond. But reactionary change doesn't address the underlying problems. The Academy, which is the body that decides who's nominated and who wins, is made up of industry insiders. And as of last year, it is still overwhelmingly white and male. 33% of active Academy members were women, and 19% were from underrepresented racial and ethnic minority communities. This is up from 2015, but is it good enough in a country where almost half of the population isn't white? And that is perhaps the crux of the issue. A Hollywood ending for Oscars equality always feels just out of reach. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to leave us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really helps get the word out there. Today's story was written by me, Nimmo Omer, and produced by Imi Harper. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Alexi Mostris, host of Who Trolled Amber, the podcast that investigates whether there was an organised trolling campaign against Amber Heard. I'm excited to announce that on Wednesday the 12th of June, I'll be hosting a live event to discuss Who Trolled Amber with Jen Robinson, Amber Heard's lawyer, and Gina Neff from the Mindaroo Centre for Technology and Democracy. It's a great chance to hear insights into the world of celebrity PR, online disinformation, and its effect on all our lives. You can book your place at tortoisemedia.com forward slash book. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. 
I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>